Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Lights. Camera. Action. It's the KSL Movie Show. The natives in the Amazon worshipped it like a god. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review, movie news, trivia, games, and prizes. All on the KSL Movie Show. Here's Doug Wright. This is a man. A handsome, muscular man. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Ah, tis the Pioneer Day celebration of the movie show here at KSL News Radio. 175, is that what I heard? Well, you know, do 1847 to. I don't want to do math. It's too early. Yeah. I mean, we're at 1922. That was the 150th. I don't know how to break it to you. That wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) The centennial was 1897. No, that was the the jubilee. Just tell me it's 175 years. It's 175 years. Okay, that's all I need. Have you ever seen the stuff, though, from the jubilee, the 50-year celebration in uh, in 1897? No, but it was cool. You know, all the old timers, a lot of the old timers were still there. So that was kind of the last big throwdown when wow. they were still there. And the celebrations through the state of Utah for the 50th anniversary was remarkable. And it was really, really cool. Huh. They they did some really cool things. Everything was of, of a particular color. Did they do a capsule? They thing? did. Oh, they did all kinds of stuff. I mean, there were celebrations. There were parades. The old timers were there. They, there were special medallions. But the thing that was cool, the theme, they wanted it to really reflect Utah and all of the different aspects of Utah. So the colors, the official colors, I'll bet you can't name the three official colors. I'm going to go with red. No, it was it was Indian paintbrush red, orange, kind Close of that. Enough. And then it was sage green. Ooh. And then it was kind of a wheat type color that represented, you know, kind of the the bounty and and so on of the state. So a beige, so a big thing. So then, of course, it was uh, 1947 when the big celebration and the "This is the Place" monument was put in place up. Uh, and then we've uh, now arrived at 175 years. This moment in history. This moment in history brought to you by, you know, for those who. You know, want to send in cards of thanks for that enlightenment. I remember driving a float in probably. That the, was a float that kept dying? No, it was the one that where the Pony Express rider was deflating. Oh, deflating. And it was like a scene from Airplane. Kind Steve's of. there blowing it up, <laughs> trying to get him to. Uh, literally, yes, yeah. I was. Okay. I had to stop the 
I was in a Jeep, <laughs> squatted down, and I looked up like, oh, no. And people like, hey, your Pony Express driver's dying. <laughs> there have been some great moments. Oh, I, I remember when the KSL man. float, this was about five years ago, KSL float wouldn't start. <laughs> and <laughs> there's a penalty if you have to be pulled. Oh, no. And we were pulled. Through the whole parade? Yeah. Oh, that's embarrassing. Pretty exciting. All right. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. <laughs> See, all of the all of the dirty laundry is being aired right here. Ah, that's a good stuff. On the show. On the other hand, I have that golden cousin, you know, the one that does everything perfectly. She always designs the West Jordan heart of heart something, you know, stake center, whatever, float. Oh. Always wins the awards and oh. everything, and everything works perfectly. Yeah, we didn't win any awards. On if that. I'm on a float, it's crash and burn. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Dang it, Doug. That same year, Get I out think, and push. we were in the Bountiful Handcart Days Parade, and uh, it it just kind of we veered off the side, and we all just walked. There were so what was the, which one of was the one where you were in your Daisy Dukes? I was not in my Daisy Dukes. Daisy Dukes. I was wearing, I was wearing the coolest cowboy hat with. Your little skates, your rollerblades. Oh, that was the that was the Fourth of July. If I had a picture freedom. of freedom, I was I was in Levi's no, and everything no, else, no. but I was doing the sidelines. I was doing the sidelines coverage. Now, listen to what you know. He's having flashbacks to when he was driving the float because that's what he was wearing. That was what. But no, I was I was I I decided I'm going to have some fun with this. And I was on rollerblades along the side doing the sidelines, you know, yeah, Bruce yeah, Lindsay and Carol Makita and everybody. And I was just zipping up and down, you know, doing the reports. And it was a lot of fun. That was the year that Governor Lovett freaked everybody out because he got out of the limousine or the car, you know, usually they're in a classic car, left Jackie sitting in the car. Uh-oh. And he, he had actually practiced for this. And got with the motorcycle squad from the highway patrol and rode as they were doing the crisscrosses and everything else. I thought, man, that is really cool. Well, that's intricate little maneuver. Yeah, no kidding. He didn't wreck or anything? No. Oh, man. It was great. It was great. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. We probably ought to do the movie show preview. Yeah, okay. Because it's sponsored. By the way, call Climate Services. They're not. They're coming down. They're to the coming down. Boiler. All the folks from Dominion Energy and the city inspector and everybody gave me the go ahead. I now have a gas meter on my house in Eureka. Hallelujah! And it's all ready. Can running water be far we behind? Have, we have joined. Yeah, the outhouse is gone now, and everything. Eureka has joined the 20th century officially. We now have internet. I my cell phone works out there, and I got natural gas. So no excuse in that. And answering running your water phone. and the whole thing. So I'm going to be calling Scott Call. At Call Climate Services. Well, that sounds like a warning. As a matter of fact, I have called him. He's working out of time to come out and hook up the boiler. So, with that note, that's, that's a long way around the, the, the old outhouse there to let you know that Call Climate Service sponsors. They sponsor the movie show preview. Here we go. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. Coming up on today's movie show, the big movie review. Okay. You know, I think the opening of the movie show today is going to go down in the annals of history as just being the most riveting, the most compelling opening we have ever done. Or it could be or. an ad for Sound Sleep Medical. <laughs> to help put everybody to sleep. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. All right, on the movie show today, uh, we are going to review the movie Nope. Everybody's been looking forward to this, especially with those little blow dealies that go up, and then all of a sudden things happen, and they just fall to the ground. 
important. It's pretty clever. Athletic. It is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And then his name is Green Flake. We'll talk about that. Home alone, not home alone, alone together. The Gray Man, Jurassic World, Camp Crustaceous. Season five. This is the final. This By the way, a... that can of Barbasol that we found saw yeah. in the last movie. Yeah. yeah. It's explained in this one. I told you there was a good explanation for it. Well, there is. Was it the one that I described? No, not not even. Close. <laughs> no, you don't, I don't even remember. Re- you don't even remember what I said. Okay, so that's what we have movie-wise uh, coming up. And then let's see, special guest. You know, all, sometimes we focus so much on the theaters and some of the creative things, but there are places that other movies show, and it's the Planetarium, Clark Planetarium. Oh. So we're going to be talking with the Dome Manager. There is a Dome Manager. That sounds like a cool job. At the Clark Planetarium. I'm afraid of heights, though. Brandon Crowley. So we'll be uh, chatting about that. We'll have our streaming news on the program today. And, of course, everybody's looking forward to the movie show Top Ten. And I have the alternate Top Ten of the Top Ten movies that I love that were shot in or were about Utah. So I'm oh. going to throw that in. Oh. You know, just because well, it's... Con Air better be on it's there. Pi- no, no. It's on my secondary list. Butch and Sundance better be on there. It is. It is. So that is coming up. And uh, Deanne will be joining us live and in color. She will be here with her since she came back, made the escape from Missouri. She got out alive. Came across the plains (laughs) and fled to Utah once again. She took the high road or did she go low? Oh, she took the high road. Uh We took the low road going back. (laughs) I took the low road coming back, too. Screaming back all the, the range. time. Screaming with the, all the time. With the cops on your tail like a oh, they Smokey were, and the Bandit. Oh, Smokey and the Bandit. And I was not bringing Coors back to Utah, by the way. Well, that is a letdown. For Daddy and whatever the little guy was. Okay, what else have we got here? Uh, movie Show Top Ten. We've got the uh, oh movie news. We've got uh, streaming news and much more. That's all coming up on this special holiday edition. This is the Pioneer Day edition, the Days of 47 edition of the Movie Show. And yet it's the 22nd. You know, there's always that guy who points out every little flaw. I mean, if Steve has served soup and there's a fly in it, that's all he notices. (laughs) Well, that's just extra meat. They probably charge extra. That's right. It's protein. And now, the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you exactly what they think of the biggest release of the week. Okay, the big movie of the week is a film that is called... Nope. So let's get some sound on that right now. This would be an opportunity. I'm talking rich and famous for life. There's plenty of videos for flying online. Ain't nobody gonna get what we gonna get. What we gonna get? The money shot. What's up? Undeniable proof of aliens on camera. The Oprah shot. You guys gonna tell me what's going on? Hell no. no. <laughs> okay, Stephen, I'll let you describe this movie because you like it better than I did. I mean, I'm glad I saw it. And, you know, it's, it's not a... a a turkey for me by any means. But I went in, I'm afraid, with knowing what Peel has done in movies previously, yeah. which have just been spot on riveting. I mean, just brilliantly produced. I I was I have to admit I was a little disappointed in this one. Well, I'm going to try to talk you off that ledge. No, you're not. So, okay, the story is that uh, there's a family that has a horse ranch that caters to Hollywood, you know, to, for movies so they can use horses and whatnot. It's a family. It's been in this little valley called the Agua Dulce uh, Canyon for generations. 
and they have a beautiful little ranch there, but it's kind of isolated. And then at one end of the valley is a, a kind of a small western town, uh, like an amusement theme park kind of place. Yeah, it's almost like a Buffalo Bill type show. It started know? by a kid who was on a, a TV show, uh, a sitcom, early in his life, and, and something tragically happens on the the last episode of that sitcom, uh, and it sort of carries over into his life. Now he's the... He's like the Buffalo Bill of this uh, Wild West show. Well, the, the people that, so the father who runs the ranch, something happens to him. And so now it's up to OJ. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Otis Jr. They go, Wait a minute, your name is OJ? Yeah, the Hollywood guys are going nuts on Which that. Which is Daniel Kaluuya. And um, Kiki Palmer plays M, Emerald, his sister. She comes back. She's very flamboyant. But she says, this is just a side gig. I don't really want to do this. I want to be an actress. I want to sing. I want to perform. And O.J.'s just kind of a quiet guy who just, you know, well, we, we got to go on with the business. You know, we got to pay the bills. But something out there uh, is lurking, and it, like, the clouds will go by, but there's one cloud that hasn't moved all day. And, and they don't notice that until they hire a guy to come and put up the cameras. And they're looking at it, and finally they go. That guy was amazing. His I name. He, the, he was an interesting character. His name in the movie is Antler's Host. Yeah. And he's played by Michael Wincott, who has that real gravelly voice. What are you kids up to out here? And so something's out there, and they want to capture it. And it kind of plays off the idea that, you know, we're really all into really exciting stuff. So if they can get a picture of whatever it is that's lingering out there, then perhaps they can be famous, make money, uh, and all that. In the meantime, the Western show, it seems like he's... He's kind of not only embraced the fact that it's out there, he has people come in at a certain time of day on a certain day and said, get ready to be amazed. Yeah. Like it's some big show he's going to put on. And there's also a real weird hanging ledge type thing in the sitcom disaster. You'll never look at a chimpanzee quite the same way. I mean, we're not talking cheetah here. And, and that's one of the stars of, of this particular show. That's the one thing that I thought... I couldn't quite figure out how that fits into. Well, the there's rest. one scene there, you know, how he has a shoe that is yeah. framed. In, well, in the we, we revisit this scene toward the end, and uh, you need to pay attention to this. There's there's a shoe just standing on its edge. Yeah, just kind it's, of floating. It's there. unnatural, right? Yeah. And you go, well, is he trying to tie this? So that that kind of left me a little. What? What's well, going the, on? The other thing I kind of got from that was that the. Like a natural animal in its element, if it's startled, will do something to protect itself. So that's the kind of, I think, the... Oh, I, I totally get that. Okay. I, I totally get that, but the shoe... No, the, I think that's just an M, that's just a Jordan Peele move. He's just Or an M. I'm Night just, Shyamalan. See, that, that was my critique of this. I, I didn't think that this was M. Night Shyamalan. It, it's a wannabe, kind of, and it's a little out of what Peele normally does. And yeah, I think... He, he's trying to... Everything he's doing is trying to be outside the box. Yeah. I know the first two yeah. were very similar, but this one, I think it's more like a, he kind of wants to do a a, a close encounters, sort of a yeah. homage to Spielberg. No, that's I got that from this. And yeah. also, um, I, I just think that his imagination, his first film was $4.5 million budget. Yeah. His second movie was twenty. Universal gave him $68 million to make this movie. Right. And I... 
I get what you're saying about. I wish they'd tighten him up on that budget because I think he's better on a small budget. Well, maybe. I I think that he was excited because he realized that they gave him all the money that he needed to fulfill his dream. You know, maybe this isn't going to be his best work, but together it's kind of convoluted and it's complex and it's challenging. But individual scenes were oh, there were some great mesmerizing. Scenes. Yeah, there were some great scenes. I so, never was bored with it. And what what we are finding lurking out there, I thought was a bit of a when when it's not being weird, I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, oh, it's know, always when you reveal yeah. more of it than you. Yeah, more than maybe should have, and and how th- it finally meets its demise. That's like Stargate was, when all those. Dog-headed creature was so creepy, yeah. and then later on they're goofy. I know, and it was a little weird because it almost it almost gets a little Austin Powers at the end, you know. I mean, we don't have the JB Big Boy, but we have something. Oh, you just kind of go really, yeah, I, really. I, I just so what's would, what's your grade? A B plus. I, I was Ooh, okay. really mesmerized by this. One. I'm kind of more like a B minus. Okay, and so you know, there, there's kind of a half a point difference, and it's rated us. R for yeah some violence, but it's it's worth seeing, and and I appreciate it's it. really well acted. Yeah, some of the you know, and when and really quickly, we got to break for our news, but you know, you mentioned the gravelly voice guy who's kind of the filmmaker, and they yeah. want him to come out and do a document. The the kid that kind of intrigued me was the Geek Squad guy that oh, came out yeah. from the local electronics store right. to hook up their cameras and stuff. Yeah, and so you know he was it, the comic relief, to right? Kind of it, take the edge off. It was entertaining. All right, so it's called Nope, and on Steve's scale, uh, I'm giving it a B minus, and you're giving it a B plus. Yeah, a movie show. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. I blame myself. So do I. Well, no sense worrying about it now. Why worry? Each of us is wearing an unlicensed nuclear accelerator on his back. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. 938 here at KSL News Radio, the infamous movie show for the 24th of July celebration. When I was a kid, I thought everybody, I thought this was a, a deal around the entire country. I thought, yeah. how cool is this? You know, we celebrate America on the 4th, and then we celebrate Utah around the country and the world yeah. on the 24th. And didn't I was, really think that through, did I you? was shattered when I realized that, at best, that's kind of a Mountain West celebration. Definitely at best. You know, Idaho, Wyoming, and a, and a few. Yeah, I don't you think know, Idaho gives a the, darn, do they? Oh, sure they do. Up in, oh, some of those towns up in Idaho, they do big Pioneer Day celebrations. Oh, cool. yeah, I know absolutely. Draper Days are huge. Now. And in Wyoming, you know, right now, that's where my kids are, the great big family reunion up there near Afton, Wyoming, in the Star Valley. And mm. Oh, yeah, big deal. You forget the state of Deseret. You're you're a foreigner. You're a Californian. Yeah, I think we were in the state of Deseret when I you was were. in California. You were. You know, San Bernardino and all that area. Yeah, yeah, the state of Deseret was kind of a big deal. So anyway, we're celebrating the big 24th of July celebration. And uh, during the movie show Top Ten, Stephen, I'll talk about some of our top ten favorite uh, movies that were made in or about things in the state of Utah. This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world. We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of movies, cinema, and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. Okay, I loved A Quiet Place, and I loved the sequel Absolutely. to A Quiet Place. So beautifully done. And now, A Quiet Place Day one, it was previously known in Hollywood circles as the untitled A Quiet Quiet Place, as they were working on it, putting things together. Uh, They shared at this year's CinemaCon uh, a little bit about it, that it would go wide on March 
uh, 8th of 2024. It had been scheduled to hit theaters September 22nd of 2023, but uh, they've had to move it a little bit and not a whole lot on the film other than the fact that it's a prequel and a lot of the, you know, because it's getting everybody else there, they're all involved. But the film apparently is going to focus on a man who could communicate with people's imaginary friends and prevents them from turning evil. I'm not quite sure how that's going to meld. Sounds in, like a little shark jumping. But we'll uh, we'll talk about that anyway. The good news is is we got the prequel and it's coming up. Bad news is it's been postponed to 2024 rather than its release in September of 2023. If I said Jupiter's claim, would you know what Jupiter's that is? Jupiter's claim. Yeah. Well, that was from the movie last night. That's right. Yeah. There's there's beyond or the. the it's kind of like a promo. Out yonder tank, tank. and everything, yeah. The set of Jupiter's Claim, yes. that fake Western amusement park that we just talked about in Nope, was disassembled after post-production, and they've transported it to Universal Studios Hollywood, where it has been meticulously rebuilt. Really? And so you can actually see it as part of the backlot tour, and if you're part of the VIP yes. theme uh-huh. park goers, yes. they're actually allowing you to get off the tram Go into the little town and have pic- and take pictures. But when you park, does a great big horse fly head first into your windshield? I hope not. That I would, hope not too. That would be ugly. Yeah, that was a that was a startling scene. All <laughs> right, a lot of startling. <laughs> a lot of startling scenes. Okay, Tim Burton. You know, I mean, think of it: Batman, Beetlejuice, Ed Wood, you know, Edward Scissorhands, and the, it goes on and on and on. Is going to get the 2022 Lumiere Awards Ooh. and uh, Lifetime Achievement at the film festival, and he joins others like Jane uh, Campion, uh, Francis Ford Coppola, Martin Scorsese, wow. Quentin Tarantino. So the big names. A lot of folks from America have uh, received this over the years. The festival called him an artist who has given world cinema a universe of rare coherence with an unprecedented impact on popular culture. You know, it is absolutely true. The guy is amazing. And yeah, his yeah, his take has and, a unique style. Yeah, he has a very unique style. Well, I got a kick out of this uh, since they've included uh, Deadpool and Logan are going to be on Disney Plus. And they, right. Ryan Reynolds, have you heard about this? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds was talking about the other movies that should have been rated R. I'm going to describe them to you. And you tell me what movie it is. Okay. It's rated R for breaking and entering, borderline polyandry, and pretty sure those diamonds aren't cruelty free. <laughs> I'm not sure. Which Snow one. White and the Seven Dwarfs. Okay. This movie was rated R. Well, this one's easy. For total ugly crying, induced straight up murder of Old Yeller, also some bear abuse. Old Yeller. Yeah. 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 Old okay. Yeller just ripped every kid's heart out. It's like Bambi. Is, now, does he have Bambi on here? For cold blooded killing of dear mom. <laughs> That's right. That Bambi. will cause lifelong trauma. Yeah. And then the last one is rated R for fratricide. Mauling, very possibly half siblings loving, or at least kissing cousins. Seriously, what's this one? The Lion King. The Lion King. You know, seriously, you and I have talked about this over the years. I mean, whether it's it's uh, the Lord of the Rings or whatever. If if orcs bled red rather than blue, it it would have been absolutely R-rated. I mean, the blood guts and the gore that is allowed if it's an alien or if it's a an kind of an. A, 
native creature, you know, that yeah. type of thing. Like Avatar. And it used to be color. I mean, somebody of a particular color skin or ethnicity yeah. and everything else. I know it's it's hard to believe. But, oh, yeah, there are a lot of movies that should have been rated R. Well, I thought for sure that they, because Disney owns Hulu. Yeah. And they usually put their, you know, naughty stuff on Hulu. But yeah. they're, Logan and Deadpool are both going to be on Disney Plus later this year. Okay. All right. Uh, John Wick, Chapter 4, First Look Revealed, Lionsgate, released the first official photo. That's all we've got here, John Wick 4. Uh, Reeves, of course, in the lead role, standing amid a number of candles. So what we get from that, who knows. But, uh, you know, the Matrix co-star Lawrence Fishburne will be back. By the way, this image was delivered via text to fans who had signed up for the update. Uh, In the final moments of John Wick, Chapter 3, gravely injured John. Oh, he falls off a building. Was delivered to the Bowery King for protection, setting up the ongoing relationship for the next movie. Fishburne has said that relationship will go deeper than it did last time. John Wick. Wow. Peter Jackson, who did get back. Right. You've seen this. He wants to do another movie, maybe a documentary, he's not sure yet, with Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. Really? Yeah. Wow. He says he's kind of been kicking some ideas around. He's not sure if they're going to... So it or would it be a doc about the Beatles? Well, I or think it might be. He wants to do a more of a detailed look into their lives kind of thing, maybe. Wow. Well, this would be the time to do it. Yeah, you better hurry. <laughs> you better you better not wait too long. Uh, Sir Paul is not getting any younger, nor is Ringo. So, all right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, our movie news here on the movie show, which somehow makes sense. Well, the show doesn't make sense, but having movie news on the movie show does make sense. Yes, it does. On that brilliant note, <laughs> a moment of deep, deep introspection there. But we ought to review another movie here, Steve. Which one do you want to do? Uh, okay. I don't care. I don't, what, what else? What other movies do we have? Well, you know. We have Alone Together, which I wasn't able to together. see. We have Alone Together. We have His Name is Greenflake. We have The Gray Man. We have the Jurassic World Camp Crustaceous. I thought I'd save that for streaming reviews. Okay, let's do that. How about if we just kind of mention, because we just have enough time. Okay. Let's mention His Name is Greenflake, because that's a, a local film. Right. Our friend Alex Boyer is in that. Right. So. Yeah, I, it, it looked, I mean, I remember seeing this movie, what, six months ago or so? Yeah. Um, when we interviewed um, Molly, the director, mm-hmm. uh, and it is out now in theaters. Uh, I think they're doing a one night at the Broadway, but the Megaplex theaters are showing it. It was called first called Black Pioneer, and then it right. became Green Flake, and now it's his name is Green Flake. It's a really interesting story, though. I yeah. thought they did it. They didn't have the biggest budget uh, to work right. with, but. They did a pretty good job with this film. The early uh, history of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is fascinating enough. And then when you kind of break it into some of the different facets, like the inclusion of and to what degree was the inclusion of black people in that era and the the black pioneers to go back to that original. And what was their role? What did they do? What were their opportunities? And some of the challenges, which sadly were there as well. So I'm looking forward. I have not seen this film yet, but I'm really looking forward because I've, I've heard this story alluded to. I'm aware of it, but I'd like to see how it was handled on the big screen and especially with our friend uh, Alex Boyer. Yeah. All right. So there you have it. And this is at several theaters, including Megaplex. Megaplex theaters. And I think just tomorrow night. The movie show. I am wondering, why are you here? 
I'm looking for someone. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. You know, here on the movie show, we always try to cover, you know, what's happening, eclectic, interesting things that are going on, small town theaters, you know, what uh, big movie chains do, especially like during the pandemic, some of the creativity that we mm-hmm. saw. But, you know, there's so many unique things out there. And, you know, I thought it's been a while since we've talked with the Clark Planetarium because they're doing movies over there, too. Yes. Yeah, great stories. Oh, absolutely. And so we're really pleased to have, and I love this title, he's the DM the dome manager at the Clark Planetarium. <laughs> that might Brand- be the coolest title I've that ever That is probably the dome manager. I love that. Brandon Crawley, welcome to the movie show. Great to have you here. Oh, uh, thanks. Uh, great to be here. Hey, we got to talk about some of the cool things that are going on. I mean, right in the heart of downtown Salt Lake City, if you know where the Gateway Megaplex Theaters are, just on the other end of that block and that complex there, right there in the uh, Gateway, is the Clark Planetarium. You know, we've had guests from out of town, and we take them to the Planetarium, and they're just blown away, some of the presentations in the Dome and everything else. But, wow, you guys offer (laughs) so much more then I think a lot of people really know. Let's talk about some of the Dome Theater films. Maybe give us an overview. What do you guys have? So, yeah. So in addition to the educational Dome films that we show, you know, seven days a week, we still are one of the planetariums that have uh, laser shows, uh, what we call cosmic light shows, where we just take some music and, and just, just do all sorts of lighting and laser effects to it and give, give a, you know, a 45-minute rock show. When when we had relatives out here from Missouri, you know, some of these mm-hmm. cousins, we took them to the Clark Planetarium, and it was just amazing. And, you know, and embar- <laughs> I'm always embarrassed because I like to kind of think of myself as being on top of what's happening in my home state here. But I hadn't been for a while, and it was fun. And it's fun to watch it through the eyes of, uh, you know, people that haven't been to the Clark Planetarium before. Let's talk about some of the, you know, the educational films are just amazing. Yeah. What, what, what have you got right now for us? So uh, right now our, uh, our feature show that we just launched a couple of weeks ago is called Destination Mars. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a film just about uh, Mars's history and about humanity's plan to sometime, someday visit there. Uh, uh, it's, it's coinciding with a, a new exhibit that we have down in our lobby that uh, we have a one-to-one uh, scale model of uh, the the new Mars rover. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so so this show's great. Uh, it's a it's a really good companion piece, and it really uh, uh, just just kind of shows a, a hopeful side of of the future of humanity. Now, was I reading in some of the material we got from you that space uh-huh. explorers? The ISS experience that premieres what uh, in a couple of days? Yeah, well, in a week from today, so next Friday, uh, this is this is an all new show that just features uh, all photography taken directly from the International Space Station, uh, 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 having astronauts talk about their daily lives there um, and just what it's what it's like to to be for months long be in this really super alien environment where. Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, they're a 3D environment, and they're basically floating for months on end. And also just, you know, looking out the window and seeing the entire Earth outside of their window every day, like like all of humanity, just right outside your window. I, I, I cannot imagine 
what that would be like to have that view. And you wonder when some of these people have been up there for not just months, but you know, like a year. Do, yeah. Do, do you ever tire of that view out your window? <laughs> Boy, talk about a picture window view of the valley. They've got a view of the planet. Exactly, yeah. Let's talk about some of the other movies, too. You know, I yeah. I can remember years ago there was kind of a joint agreement between the Megaplex theaters and so on to be utilize some of the mm-hmm. amazing screens that you have mm-hmm. over there. Tell us what you've got. So so in addition to the Dome Theater where we have, you know, the laser shows and the, the shows, other shows I just described, we also have a full IMAX theater, uh, you know, the full 3D experience. Uh, uh, super big screen and great audio in there, and we just show mostly just documentary films in there. Um, so we, uh, right now there's three that are showing in there. We have one that's called Into America's Wild that uh, just kind of showcases uh, different different uh, awesome natural spots around North America. One called Ocean Odyssey that features is just an underwater show, and man, if <laughs> the, the underwater IMAX documentaries always just uh, do so well. Yeah. And then we have a great one called Dinosaurs of Antarctica that is all about uh, how Antarctica actually has a lot of uh, uh, fossil evidence of dinosaurs that were there back when it wasn't so much of a frozen wasteland. Wow. That, that, that is incredible. You know, I, I need to see some of these. And, you know, I, have a, I remember when they were hooked up with Megaplex yeah. and I saw uh, the <laughs> yeah. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol and I was freaked out. Remember that, oh, yeah. that scene in that tower in Saudi Arabia or wherever it is? Yeah. I was sitting as far back in my seat as I could get. That freaked me out. Let's talk about the uh, the hours, and especially since we're right in the middle of uh, the big Utah and Intermountain West holiday uh, celebration of uh, the Pioneer Days and the days of forty seven. What have you? What mm-hmm. What are your hours this weekend, and what kind of availability do we have? So our, our normal uh, hours are ten a.m. to seven p.m. Uh, that's just seven days a week. Uh, for uh, Fridays and Saturdays, which are laser shows, we're open all the way till midnight. Um, uh, we've got uh, – uh, like the exhibits are free. So like our movies are awesome, but if any time during those times you just want to come in and explore some awesome exhibits, that's all free. Uh, but any time during those times, uh, uh, before 5 o'clock, uh, a single movie ticket's just $7 for, for anybody, uh, over two. And then after 5 p.m., it's it's going to be $9 for adults and still $7 for uh, up to 12. Boy, that is a great, great price. I've never really seen Pink Floyd at the Planetarium. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys still oh, yeah. do Pink Floyd? Oh yes, we do. That is that is the granddaddy of all laser shows, and still, yeah. I, I like out of <laughs> all the shows we show in the Dome Theater, that one uh, has the best attendance every single week. Uh, we we often sell out. And that's the very final show that we do of our weekend nights. That's the ten forty five show on Fridays and Saturdays. You know, the one thing that I well, I love everything about the Planetarium, but one thing I really appreciate if you're looking for a truly unique gift. Their gift shop mm-hmm. there oh, is yeah. just legendary. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. It just if you want something still fun, but but really out of the ordinary and perhaps you know helpful, educational. Right. Uh, it's a it's a really great spot. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you're tired of kind of those traditional gifts and you go, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. They have the coolest stuff there. And whenever we have shopped for our kids at the Planetarium gift shop. I mean, they have loved the stuff there. <laughs> That's cool. It is amazing. Hey, this has been so much fun. We need to uh, to stay in touch and let our yeah. movie show listeners know of the cool things that are happening over at the Planetarium. And what's the website? 
It's uh, clarkplanetarium.org. All right. Brandon, you have a great uh, holiday weekend, and I'll look forward to seeing you soon at the uh, Clark Planetarium. And what a cool The Dome Manager. I'm doing Pink Floyd. <laughs> That's right. Steve, Steve's going to you know pre, uh, pre-buy his tickets to Pink Floyd. So. Oh, oh, do it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Brandon, thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. Great to have you here on the uh, movie show. And for those who are not familiar with where that is, just over Gateway. It's right on 4th West. And if you know where the Megaplex theaters are and Wise Guys kind of on that end of that block. Right. Be on the northeast corner. It's on the northeast corner right there. and uh, Right across from the Tribune. It it really is a true. Yeah. I miss the Tribune being on Main Street, though. I know. I keep. I, I kind of forget every once in a while. Yeah, exactly. The Movie Show. So what are you proposing? It's simple. Kill the Batman. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, it is The Movie Show here at KSL News Radio. And, you know, I'm thinking, Steve, it's time for a little holiday telephone torture. Chance on the holiday. to win on, on the holiday. What better way to celebrate the 24th of July and the pioneering spirit by offering telephone torture? Huh. You know, somehow makes sense. The guy that was under the handcart in, in an alternative universe, somehow it makes some sense. So, Steve, we are looking for caller number. Four and a half. Oh, that's five. Did you, We're looking for caller. Number, notice how I try to talk over him as he's, you know. I mean, magicians never reveal you know, their tricks. The only reason because Tim Allen here, he always cuts off something when he's doing a project. Do I? Well, I only have one big, great big bruise right now that looks like I got beaten up like in an alley. It looked like that, like you did the grasshopper thing. You yeah. Carry the <laughs> It was a swing iron. set. Yeah, it was a swing set in Eureka that, that did that. So my, I'm maimed for life here. Okay, we're looking for caller number five. We've got fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. Now, I'm counting on the guys back in the studio to really do a good job. Cleansing? Of cleansing the lines. It doesn't matter. So everybody has a, a good shot at yeah. maybe for once in their life to have the glory of not only being a loser, but to be a big wiener. On the movie show. So, right. should we go to caller number one? Let's see your hopes dashed. I know. My hopes will be dashed. Hi, who's this? Vahe. <laughs> see? He, what kind of phone system do you have, I sir? Know. That is unbelievable. Vahe is the poster child. He must have a the, HAL 9000. A HAL 9000? Sorry, Hello, Vahe. <laughs> well, Vahe, I want you to embrace it on this Pioneer Day weekend. What are you? A loser again. Again. You and might again, be the longest. And again. He's probably the longest reigning loser on the movie I think show. He has more losersisms. More yeah. loser. How many, how many times you. do you think you've lost on yeah, this show? Yeah, how many times do you think you've been a loser? I mean, don't just on the movie show. Don't have that many fingers. Don't. <laughs> oh, it's more than that. But he's got a lot of toes. <laughs> more than is normal. Like a Manx. All right. <laughs> uh, you know, we love Vahe. Uh, what are you raring about? Because the Manx, a cat with 16 toes or whatever they got. <laughs> kind of like you. Okay, so let's uh, loserize him. Here you we go. You didn't have to go there. Did yeah, you? I did. I did. I had to. I had to. Wow. I okay. just keeps on trying. See how well that cleansing works every week? <laughs> Worked for me. 
<laughs> now let's go back to the phone line, and we'll go to loser, I mean potential winner number two. Hi, who's this? Loser number two. Loser number two. Got to have two. a name, though. Barbara. Barbara the loser. Are, are you known? Are you known as Barbara the loser? You know when you go to church. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Well, you know, see, it's not till now. Not till now, but it'll start this Sunday. Okay, Barbara. We're, Bye. we're with a with a lot of love and a lot of affection in our heart. We're going to push the button on you. Here we go. Oh. On my planet, I am kind of a loser, like you. <laughs> Ooh. That was ve- that was venom, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty good. All right, now let's go back to the phone line. This is loser number three. Can you imagine the people in town right now for the Pioneer Day, twenty fourth of July I'm celebration? Here for some spiritual enlightenment. And they're just going, "Hey, let's tune into KSL," and you know, we'll probably you know some positive. And then thoughts. they then they hear this and they go, "Okay, we're going back to Nauvoo." All right, going okay, back to misery. Yeah, we're going back to going back to far west and back. One time I was Where looking. Where we belong. I was looking for uh, Far West, and I I couldn't. And, and uh, we found it's Adam, right next to West. Isn't we it? we found Adam on Diamond just fine. I but, thought you were going to say Adam West. So I asked these old guys, and I mean literally, in their like you know Massey Ferguson you know hats and their Carhartts, Carhartts. What? And I said, Hey, have you guys ever heard of a place called Far West? It it's some Mormon history and so on. And this one old guy. And I'm going to sanitize what he said. He goes, well, I ain't never heard of Far West, but there's some darn place down the road called Adam the Adam. Adam the Adam. <laughs> I went, okay, well, we've been to Adam the Adam, and I'm looking for Far West. So, anyway, just had to throw in that little huh. vignette story. Adam the Adam. Adam the Adam. That's the uh, yeah, hillbilly so. version. Okay, so let's go back to the phone line, and this will be loser number three. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is Brett. Brett, how are you? I feel like I'm a loser. You know, that's a real feeling. Somehow you're in touch with your inner movie show. So let's go ahead and, you know, let's just confirm that. That was a good feeling. Yeah. That's a good one. We probably need to continue on with that. I, know, I, was, I was into that song. All right, now let's go back. This will be the final final loser on this Pioneer Day weekend here on the movie show. So there's kind of a, a poignancy to this. Hi, who's this? Hello? Oh, they Nobody wants to be the final loser. Hmm. I think there's a certain prestige in it myself. And Okay, let's go to another line. Hi, who's this? Hello? Ran out of, ran okay. out of callers. <laughs> we finally ran out of listeners entirely. Okay, hi, who's this? Hi, this is Jerry. Jerry, you sound like a peachy uh, fellow, but are you happy? Yeah. To, are you happy to be the final loser on the movie show today? I guess. I guess. I'm just glad I got through. <laughs> I'm feeling a lot of love in the room. Let's like let's, phone. let's push the button on Jerry here. There we go. Loser, loser. Hey, I've heard this call before. Uh-huh. That's SpongeBob? Uh, something like that. Now let's go back to the phone line because this guy or person or gal is going to be the big wiener on the movie show. And hi, who's this? This is um, Sister Loser. Ooh, this is Barbara, the comeback yes. queen. The, yes. the... <laughs> Way to go, Barbara. Wow, Are you Barbara. serious? 
I'm just a winner now. And now at at church this weekend, they'll just come up and go, it's Sister the Big Wiener. Yeah. No way. That's, That's awesome. true. That's going to well, happen. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> you have won fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. Dollars. Of course you have, which includes two two tickets to the Megaplex Theaters. You're going to get two drinks. And you're going to get a tub of popcorn to enjoy. (laughs) What movie are you going to go see? Ooh, maybe Top Gun again. Ooh, Top Gun. Top (laughs) Gun. Top Gun again. Well, Well, actually, my husband wants to see Jurassic World. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's worth seeing. It's not my favorite of the series. But, you know, I'm surprised you're not dragging him to see the Crawdads. Maybe that. Maybe I'll drag him. Maybe that. Well... Sister Barbara, the big wiener, congratulations. <laughs> come back. And nice. you have a great holiday weekend. <laughs> the guys Thank in the news so department much. are going, Shut you, know, you know, it's a 1032, Doug, you weenie. <laughs> all right. So there's one little obligation that you have here, though, because we need to make all the losers feel better. So what do we do? We celebrate with Mr. Blue Eyes, Frankie. Ooh, Frankie. They're close friends, apparently. Yeah, see, women can call him Frankie. You call him Frankie, you'd get decked like Mario Puzo. I'd be a dirt dirt nap. <laughs> you'd be in a shallow hole out in the desert. With my little hand sticking out. <laughs> little little pinky sticking up there, you know, one of your eight fingers. Okay, so let's... <laughs> I know. You know, it's a good thing our folks in the news department... Our big fans. And They've already left. Have a they great sense of humor when it up. comes to the movie show. The movie show. Hey, look, he's trained. Shake. Uh-huh. Speak. Hi there. Look. Did that dog just say hi there? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The movie show continues. We've still got a lot of movies to talk about. We've got uh, the movie show uh, Top Ten which we're going to expand into not only the movies that are in theaters right now, but it will be, no, we'll kind of do a whole different set, as we say in the business. We'll do another set, and we'll uh, talk about great. So this is a gig? Great. Yeah, this is, we're we're doing a gig right here, right now. Sweet. Kind of like gigging frogs. I kind of want to hear the Pink Floyd out. Okay. How are you still alive, son? I don't have any clue. But anyway, we got loads of stuff coming up. Part the next. This is sassy because of my. The next set in the movie show top ten is going to be top ten movies that were shot or are about Utah. We'll see. (laughs) Oh, you're skeptical, Stephen. It's time for a little streaming news. Here we go. Planning on a weekend of binge watching, streaming your favorite movie or a new show. Doug and Steve sort through it all, so you only binge the best. It's the movie show streaming reviews on KSL News Radio. Okay, Michael Pena. He's kind of an interesting character. Yeah, you know, fun. we've seen him all over the place. You know, whether it's Ant Man or whatever. You know, he's been in all kinds of things. Yeah, he's got something new, doesn't he? Yeah, it, he's heading into orbit. As a matter of fact, he's going to play the true life Mexican American astronaut Jose Hernandez in a million miles away. This is a, a drama that is being uh, made for Amazon Studios based on the autobiography of Reaching for the Stars. And Hernandez is described as the first migrant farm worker 
to travel into space. He had 11 rejections. He just decided really early on, he was working the fields, you know, all over the place from Stockton, California to down in Mexico and everywhere else. And he just had this dream of traveling in a rocket into the night skies that he was mesmerized this by. Just based on a true story? Yeah. 11 rejections to become a crew member, finally, of the space shuttle mission STS-128. And by the way, some of the people that were involved in McFarland, USA, you know, that dealt in, in a, with a real-life story of a coach and everything oh, else. Oh, they're doing this? That they're involved in this. Oh, nice. So that is kind of cool. So Michael Pena, boy, an interesting role for him. Yeah. So, again, the Comic-Con is going on right now in San Diego. Right. And one of the big stories is that uh, Disney Plus is doing a series called National Treasure, Edge of History. It's basically, they say, a 10-hour movie, but it will star <laughs> the first question everybody asks. Nicolas Cage. He's busy. He's busy being Nicolas Cage. But Harvey Keitel will be oh, part of wow. it. Catherine Zeta-Jones Ooh. will be part of it. Okay. Uh, and they also mentioned that a new movie is in development. And so, National Treasure movie? A National Treasure. Cool. And now that better have Cage in it or why, yeah. b- why bother? Yeah, <laughs> really. You know, if you don't have Cage, just go home. He has immeasurable talent. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that. Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell have been cast in a series. And uh, it's going to be uh, an untitled series at this point, set in the aftermath of the battle between Godzilla and the Titans that decimated San Francisco. Uh, This was depicted in the 2014 Godzilla movie, and this has become quite a franchise. Well, now it's going to be a series, and it's going to mark the first time that Kurt and Wyatt Russell have acted in the same project since Wyatt played a younger version of his dad's character in the 1998 film Soldier. So huh. we'll look forward to that. You know, Wyatt's a pretty good little actor. Yeah. He's, he's done some good work. Uh, those of you who are Jurassic Park fans or Jurassic World, and if you have not seen Jurassic World Camp Crustaceous because you think it's an animated, silly little series, yeah. you are so wrong. The people behind Jurassic Park and Jurassic World have created this series, and it's about six kids that get left on Nublar Island when everybody evacuates because yeah. the park is getting all jacked up. And it's been a five-part series, and th- it's been brilliant. Wow. They cover all kinds of stuff, including how in the heck did that rusty little can of Barbasol end up in Dodgson's little lair at right. the end? They even explain how they found it, You know how the animals ended up being at that park, that we see it in the in Dominion. There's a ton of stuff that's explained that wasn't in the stupid movie that we saw with the live action people, but the kids. Are you saying you didn't like Dominion that well, much? Well, I, I had. I mean, those lousy grasshoppers. <laughs> that was so dumb, dumb. Uh-huh. But I'm dumb. telling you, season five just started on Netflix yesterday, and this is the final season, and they do a really nice job of getting these kids hopefully off the island and and how they you know save the dinosaur it's it's really well done and the music is all there you know no grasshoppers in this movie no grasshoppers are allowed in this film okay but five six amazing kids and them trying to help the dinosaurs it's a very cool okay. series well that does it for our streaming news unless you have another goodie i do we'll not. we'll review the streaming movie coming up after this break how about if we do that okay so we'll kind of do part 2 of streaming oh. 
I like it. Really? Sure. Did you hear that, Dallin? Something that I did, Stephen likes. Well, it has something to do with me, so yay. The Movie Show. Holtzman, come on. The hat is too much, right? Is it the wig or the hat? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Speaking of streaming news, you know, we were talking about the Crustaceans movie. That's one I remember that you wanted to talk about a little bit more of the series. But you were mentioning you're watching something else on uh, streaming right now. Yeah, I uh, just finished. Uh, and one of the perks of our jobs, and we get to watch some of these series in their entirety, um, you know, even though they're doling them out once every Friday. Right. And one that my daughter and I just finished watching, and it's still like this week and I think next week, uh, uh, the finals, um, is called Loot with uh, Maya Rudolph, and she plays a woman who is jilted by her billionaire husband, and he leaves her $87 billion is all. Not That's sure all. how she's going to get by. And, and she's kind of a Paris Hilton, yeah. you know, goof off until she realizes she has a foundation that's you know doing good for the los angeles area and the team that like just go to your paris hilton thing and leave us alone yeah uh and so she grows they learn to respect her and maya Maya rudolph is a great actress so it's funny um the ending is so stupid oh no the very last thing is just like no but there it's already been greenlit for a second season so they'll fix that little right hit hiccup at the end it's one of those things that you do like at a cliffhanger except right. it's so stupid that you're like oh now you got to fix that yeah. you can't leave that hanging well it dropped last night and i haven't seen it yet but the final episode of this season of the old man old the old man yeah so i'm looking forward to that yeah i've recorded that and, one as well. yeah, a couple of other things is this the last one of- it's the last one this season yeah it's the season finale and and then also on the uh, um oh, what's the show um oh, a better call saul yeah. I think there's two, three or four left on that one, and those are Monday nights on AMC. Okay. And they've been really good. Right, and I think Dee's going to talk about you know some of the other things. that We've been wondering what's going to happen to Virgin River and things like that. Well, so, yes. yeah, we'll get an update on that when Deanne joins us okay. recently back from Missouri. Good on her. There's something kind of ironic about celebrating the 24th of July by coming back from Missouri and Illinois. Oh, I see the symbolism. Yeah, there, there's something there. At the Broadway. At the Broadway. It's the official quirky pick of the week on the KSL Movie Show. Okay, quirky picks of the week. The end is back Well, let's see how quirky they are. Missouri. Yeah, I think, so. uh, I think the quirky is just a uh, alliterative phrase alliterative phrase have we ever used that term on the movie show before i've heard it on downton abbey i don't think it's relative though is the point a relative alliterative no not yeah it's irrelative but anyway i'm glad to be back Uh uh-huh i did yes i'm glad to have you back did you guys watch a lot of cool stuff in Missouri. Yeah. In Missouri. <laughs> I love that. In Missouri. In Missouri, we watch nearly all reality TV. Oh. So the one I hadn't watched this time was... And it I, is mind-numbing. I'm, oh. so, I'm so sorry. I can't really come up with the name with, of this, but it's something about little people. Oh, yeah. I, is it... Something big world. Little. Yeah, I was going to say big world little people, and we, we've never gone there before. That's where my wife got hooked on below deck oh yes below deck and a lot of a lot of other franchises this one i'm not sure if this one's going to take but you know when i'm there when in rome yeah you do what the missourians do (laughs) that's right one thing i did watch while we were back there after you left doug though we watched um persuasion 
Oh, yes. That was no? You liked that. I yeah. did. Yeah. Well, uh, 2022, was that a Netflix drop? Uh, yeah. Or was it HBO? No, it had to be Netflix. Let's... They don't have an HBO. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I It's a Jane Austen uh, right. spinoff. Yeah, it's Netflix for right, sure. Right, and it's kind of, it has that interesting kind of... Uh, oh, breaking well, the fourth wall? It, well, breaking the fourth wall and kind of that race reimagination oh right yeah like that's a real trend right now you're seeing that all over the place and on one hand i'm i'm so into it it's it's fun and you know it's fun to see you know so many people in in different roles and different cultures different and and opportunities yeah but boy if you're looking for the historical aspect of it boy that that never would have happened in a million years a hundred years ago or two right and what was the series that kind of came out and did that so Bridgerton Bridgerton right but I thought Dakota Johnson was wonderful I agree she was magnificent she was lovely the the book is not written that way though right they they did this whole style in the movie but oh you mean the breaking no the persuasion yeah the breaking of the fourth one no no the book's not written that way Uh -uh. but that's just kind of a shooting style isn't it I mean you see that you see it occasionally yeah I yeah. guess but I was just wondering if the, the play would have been sometimes done. you find the no. breaking of the fourth wall in a book by narrat- narrating directly to the reader right right you know well so, that's true yeah. and, and maybe you should define that for people that don't know what breaking the fourth wall is yeah you just basically turn and talk into the camera like exactly. you're talking to the audience those who well, are viewing it but not only that even a wink and a nod you know yeah. if, if like your sister said something she'd look at the audience like what was that? Woody and Allen called- used to be famous for that, you know, where he's, he's right. like in Annie Hall or whatever it is, and he'd, he'd listen to the people arguing about a movie behind him, and he's just rolling his eyes, and then he just steps out and goes, don't you wish you could just talk to the author and have, you know, and, and which you do. And, and that's sometimes cool. the author would come. There oh, were a couple, yeah. Right, yeah. Kurt Vonnegut or somebody yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, no, that's that's not Jane Austen's style, and I'm not the biggest Jane Austen fan, but I, I like her fine. I mean, some women sp- particularly are really obsessed with all well, of the she works. she seems but... to be fixated on the unrequited love story. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and she was, of course. And well, class distinction is a big thing. Uh, right. Yeah. Wildly popular. But I thought Dakota Johnson. And we've all seen her. I said to my sister, I said, you know what she's big for? And my sister said no. And I said, the. Uh, Fifty Shades. Yeah, the Fifty yeah. Shades. And Kim was like, well, I haven't seen any of those. And I said, well, I really haven't seen any of them either. But she. Did really? That was her breakout, right? Yeah. The 50 I was beginning years, to yeah. wonder if that was going to be what was it, Elizabeth Berkeley? Uh, oh yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I wondered yeah. if this was going to be Barclay. the death knell for. I wondered too is, if it was going to define her. She you has know? moved so far beyond. She that. has, and she was so sweet and precocious at the same time in this. So I would say see Persuasion just to see Dakota Johnson. I uh, absolutely agree. I love that movie, and yeah. that's a great call. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, but what I really wanted to talk about was what fun things we have in store for us in a couple of series that have come back. I thought you might be mentioning Virgin River. And Grandchester. And Grandchester. Yeah. Grandchester Season 7, Virgin River Season 4, which had the huge cliffhanger. Now, did you follow it all? I've watched the first few episodes, and then I just kind of drifted So off. you didn't do all three seasons no. of it. Well, the fourth season left with our main character, Mel, being pregnant. Right. And her love interest, Jack, maybe being the dad, maybe not. Maybe but not. Jack also had another baby going with another woman. <laughs> I yes. love this guy. His hairdresser <laughs> girlfriend. But that, I think, is revealed that... And that, Doc... And Doc? And his practice. Oh, right. Yeah. What happened to the quirky mayor? Well, and Doc was played by Tim Matheson, correct? Right. Well, the quirky mayor, and we think this is because of COVID, 
almost last season. <laughs> she we dropped d- off. We didn't. Uh, she must have been exiled or something. <laughs> well, maybe people wrote in like she's annoying. Isn't she well, was she annoying. Was annoying. She was annoying. She was Tim Mathis. She's my least it's favorite. The, what's part. her name? Annette something. Oh yeah. Oh, you, right. She was in the Superman. Yeah. The really early Superman. Oh, she did a Lois yeah. Lane. Right. Yeah. But anyway, the question is, who is Jack Mel, the dad of Mel's? <laughs> baby that's this true it like is a big soap soap you sound like my sister when she used to talk about her soap she'd right, watch exactly. them all <laughs> yeah one time that's right oh my gosh i can't believe that jenny is now married but to nowadays Sam. you can do the spoilers and i know you know i know if jack is or is not although bad. she thought she had the big spoiler on one of our series that we were watching remember that well if you're going to tell the story what's the story no i don't remember well well <laughs> This is justified. Oh, she was telling me all along. That's well, right. you know, he's a, oh, that's right. and and it weren't true. Yep, that's right. I read it wrong. Well, it was kind of, <laughs> it was kind of the way I read it, and I don't remember the specifics. I kept waiting. But... I go, well, when is he going to bite the dust? Right. When is he going to bite the dust? Well, yeah, no, he thought Raylan Givens was going to catch no, him. Not Raylan. No, no, um, Boyd. Boyd. I thought I read Boyd, Boyd. Crowder. Yeah, I, I love was... Boyd. And I'm seeing him. Remember, he was in Ant-Man. He was in all kinds of things. He's done all this stuff since that show. Remember, he was the crazy oh, right. sidekick in the uh, the uh, uh, Owen uh, Wilson and uh, Jackie Chan movies. He was the crazy guy. Oh, he always has wild eyes anyway. Oh, wild eyes. But he, he's the guy when they're robbing the train who just goes and starts killing people. Well, he's been a, a yeah. Tomb Raider. He was yeah. the bad guy in that. Right. Yeah, he 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 is a prolific character actor that yeah. you start noticing. Yeah. What, but anyway, so but Virgin, he's so good in that. Show. Virgin Rivers oh, back. Wonderful. Nobody wants to talk about it anymore. I know. Season Virgin four. River, let's go talk season about Justified. Season four. We've talked about Justified. Everybody's sick of Justified. Who's the cool guy, no Matthew? More. The guy with the hair uh, in Virgin River. What's is that? Jack or Matt? Jack. Jack's got the, pretty good hair. Yeah. yeah, he's got very good hair. I don't. I don't kinda, know. Kind of, you know, the cool guy. Is with he the not hair the lead? Like or no. yeah, but I don't know. Who's your favorite weatherman? My dad was a uh, weatherman. I watched that on the plane know. coming back when yeah. uh, uh, the Sandra Bullock and um, uh, yeah, Lost City Brad Pitt, or... Lost City, and, yeah. and she goes, why are you so handsome? My dad was a weatherman. weatherman. I I that's one of the best lines. That, is that was Yeah, that's one. one of the best lines. But I do have to mention Grand Chester coming back for season four. Now, yes. that's been Masterpiece. Did you ever watch any of them? I have not. Well, kind of interesting because it went for four seasons with James Norton, who was such yeah. a hunky guy, and they were talking about him for a... Hunky guy, that's a technical woman's <laughs> they were, term. They were yeah. talking about him for a, a James Bond. It was oh, really, yeah. I thought he was great in that role. He got burned out with it, and Tom Brittany came in, and he's been good, too. Yeah. So he's coming back, and Detective Inspector Jordy. Yeah. Jordy Keating's coming back. And yeah, Jordy's So where great. do I find this? Is this, this a This is Masterpiece. PBS? So, yeah. So, you know, it's Masterpiece PBS, is... Stephen. Well, I uh, sent my donation. And yes. Well, I guess we have to see if it's been picked up by one of the other streaming, because sometimes they are. Because there's one PBS. British show I wanted to watch, and it's on BritBox. It's called... We Did somebody talk about Evan or talk to Evan? Or, oh, no. Oh, it's yeah, supposed to be yeah. hilarious. It's supposed to be the best Agatha Christie story Oh, no. We haven't them. seen that, but we love... We don't have BritBox. We have... Acorn. Acorn. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah. we need to shift that. Maybe Do you know what's what interesting about uh, about the, this series that, that we're talking about? Grantchester? Yeah, yeah, almost said Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting my Brit, you know, cities mixed up. But the way they're dealing with today's issues in a 1950s environment. That's a good point, yeah. You know, we, we have a, a, a character, Leonard, who's mm-hmm. just a sweet man. He's gay. 
And, oh and he's a vicar goodness. or a vicar yeah, assistant. I don't know what they're called. He's yeah. a vicar. Yeah. And wow, you know, it's, in the fifties, and you forget, you know, again, for people, yeah, we have a long way to go. I get that totally. But, but oh where my we've goodness, come from, how exactly. far we've come. And I mean, I would have been a little kid during this time. So just in my lifetime, yeah. good grief. Yeah. But it's interesting how it's handled. They deal with a lot of social issues and, you know, that are complex and interesting. Yeah. But I want to, on behalf of this holiday, which I have to remember to celebrate because I'm not from here. She always goes, oh, pioneers. I just, yeah, the pioneers. Anyway, Utah movies? Yes. Okay, so I have one that's maybe, I don't know that that's my favorite movie. I tend to not look through the filter of Utah movies, but it's one that I had kind of a fun experience with, and that's, well, I didn't really have You had a experience. fun experience of the, really that, the end, experience. that ending scene that really warmed your heart? Thelma and Louise. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know what my thought was? Oh, no, a convertible Thunderbird. I know, a Thunderbird. Exactly. Heck a with classic. the two women. That's a classic Thunderbird. I bet. That's I almost bet. like right out of Blazing Saddles. I know. Save the handcart. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, back in 2011, they celebrated 20 years on that. Yeah. And they did a, a panel at the Rose Wagner uh, event center, and Gina Davis came to oh, it. Wow. And so my friend Denise and I went and watched the movie. I kept hoping Brad Pitt was going to show up, but he did not. But Gina Davis was fascinating, and yeah. she talked talked a lot about it and her career. You know, she was a, an Olympic um, archer. Archer. Yeah. She is a member of Mensa, which is an IQ of like 132 and above. She she is a fascinating woman, six feet tall, and. Uh, yeah. I, I I think she's a fun actress, and that anyway that was that's a fun memory that I have of Thelma and Louise. Yeah. And, I think uh, of her. I think of Beetlejuice. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. No kidding. Well, she's yeah. Uh, she that was, she a, that, was she? such a quirky, weird movie, Tim Burton, but such sweet characters. Right, Alex Baldwin, Alric Baldwin. <laughs> See, she said it. Okay, we're just we're just quoting from Team America, Team America. Stephen. Yeah. I know the movie very well. Yeah, yeah. How many times have you watched well, it? A couple. Well, anyway, so if you want to see Utah, you yep. can see it through the you eyes of Thelma and Louise, right? flying through the air yeah. in your Thunderbird. To Get a, a great rather... shot of the uh, Vermilion Cliffs. I know, I know. All right, that's all I got. That's it. Yeah. That's okay. It. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us here, Diane. You're so welcome. Yep. Yep. Right, Good so, to have you home. Thank you. See you later. All right. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Quirky picks here on the movie show. And again, started off as quarantine picks, you know, about two and a half years ago. And now it's spread now like it's, a, it's spread like, like, a like the virus, virus itself. <laughs> That's right. Oh, God. T just rolled her eyes and she's well, fleeing the scene of this crime. You had to expect that. Come on. Oh, I know. It was just it was just too easy. It's 1117 here. Well, she is sprinting on the, the movie show. Yeah. Well, she has important things. Um, probably we should mention The Gray Man since it's now on Netflix. Okay, The Gray Man. And we can talk about Alone Together or whatever you want. Sure. Oh, Whatever you want. I have that kind of latitude. There was movie. Oh, there was a movie they sent me last minute called My Donkey, My Lover, and I. It, don't worry. It's not weird like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thank you. And it's French, which makes it sound like it would be, but it looks like a comedy. And I, sitting at home waiting for me to watch it, and I'm like, dang it, I wish they'd sent it to me earlier. But I know. I hate it when they send it last minute. Or the other one is when they'll say, it's in select theaters, and say, okay, if one of our theaters is showing it, please let me know. Yeah, and that was alone together. That she goes, oh, well, it's not opening in Utah this week. Never mind, Stephen. Like the heck with you then. You know, if you were an important critic, we might accommodate it in New York. Ooh, oh, huh? Look what you did there. I know. It made me feel I bad. Threw everybody under the bus Just for that. I'm no, not change. you. 
because you're in Salt Lake with the rest of us. Oh. But unless you're in New York or oh yeah, I see L.A. or Miami. Yeah. yeah, that actually wasn't an insult well, for change. I'm surprised my my immediate reaction <laughs> no, was to take he just it just automatically assumes I'm beating him up. You know it's, what? Just for that, I'm changing the color. Oh, no. He's playing with this computer it's thing. So cool. Isn't that crazy, Dallin? I mean, he, Look dis- at it. he discovered he can change the font, change the size, just by change waving- the color by waving your little fat little sausage finger which you know, one, over which your one screen. Which one are you <laughs> I think recommending? Was, I'm not sure which one it was. It's kind of in the center of your hand. And you're over there <laughs> just playing with that. I mean, can, do we have to buy you a, a, a My Little Pony or something to play Maybe with? Maybe a mobile I could put over my... The Movie Show. Where are you now? I'm sitting in my office. I doubt that. Why would you doubt that? If you were in your office right now, we'd be having this conversation face to face. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, Stephen. Sir. How about if we. Uh, which one? Gray Man or Alone Together? Uh, we can mention Alone Together since we're. Okay, let's do that. Time. Let's get a little sound from Alone Together. We're so conditioned to achieve things and to find the perfect mate, and then the world shuts down. The only thing that matters are essential workers, and I'm not essential. All right, but people are going to judge you no matter what, so you might as well do what you want in life. It's nice to talk. John. Sounds artsy, is it? Sure. Uh, that's a good question. I haven't seen it. Oh, um, that's right. <laughs> but we review them anyway. Well, I, thumbs up or thumbs down, Steve. Uh, well, it's sideways, Doug, because okay. I have no idea. But the idea is this is set during the pandemic. Um, the, she goes to an Airbnb just to get away from everything, and there's a guy there. She calls her boyfriend and says, there's a dude here. What do I do? I, well, I don't know. You can't leave, so maybe you guys can have separate parts of the big old house. <laughs> so they both stay in the same place, and, of course, you know, they uh, talk and... Yes. Drink and Chemistry. Eat. Yes. Yes. And, the, of course, the old boyfriend, in the meantime, is... Because we have to make way for the new couple, so he's got to do something stupid. Of course. Uh, sleep with somebody or whatever. So gives them the opportunity. But I do like Jim Sturgis, and I do like Katie Holmes, and I'm looking forward to it. It's got about a 50% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, so apparently it's not world-changing. But um, the thing is, I, I was waiting for them to tell me whether it opened in a local theater, and they... They never did tell me, and I don't think it is, but I believe it is on video on demand. You know, with uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I've come to, and you have to have a certain period of time before you can start seeing kind of the people's choice and the critics' choice. And yeah. Boy, sometimes it is just absolutely upside. It's We're in the upside down. Oh, there's. I've seen one recently. I can't remember which film it was. Yeah, what was it? A couple it was of like weeks 28%. Ago. What, oh, it? what was it? I, yeah, I, I remember when you mentioned that. And it was like. Oh, it was where the crowd had sent. Yeah. 80 plus. 88% yeah. audience approval. 28% critics. critics. Hated it, yeah. yeah. Idiots. <laughs> you know how those them critics are. Oh, I was talking about the... No, I'm kidding. Yeah, okay. A movie show. You don't want to be in the way when my laser goes off. Hey, a laser? How come you don't have a laser, Woody? It's not a laser. It's a, it's a little light bulb that blinks. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Coming up, just to give you something to live for here, Steve. The movie show Top Ten is just around the corner. Yeah, but two of them? I don't know. Well, Are you going to do the voice on both of them? I just do it once. I'm I'm an aficionado. Only obligated to? Uh, you know, just a, 
Can I pay you to do it nuns? <laughs> well, it depends on how big that bill is. You like the good fellows with the big bills on the outside? The one hundred yeah, and keep the rest the fives is, on the outside. The rest are, you know, in pesos. So yeah, sure. Have you ever done the exchange rate on pesos versus so it's a, like a one million to one? Yeah, it's it's a little interesting. All right, it is time. The moment that, well, three or four people look forward to each and every week. Steve, huh. are you one of them? Mm, we'll see. Okay, it is time. <clears throat> oh, that now. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> what, you're judging it before you've even heard it? For the millionth time? Uh, sure. Okay. I'm I'm waiting for my theme song and I'm not I'm not here. There we go. <laughs> That's the dance of a cuckoo. Did you know that? Well, it yeah. fits, so and now, ladies and gentlemen, for this twenty fourth of July weekend. It is time. Jason, back to the homeland for the movie show. Top <gasps> ten. Hello, I'm Mister Ed. I thought you were going to pass out for a second. No. i got a good night's sleep, so I, can, I did not. I have a lot of air in the belly. You know what's funny about that? Is we're begging people to improve their lives. We're not selling them a red leather, leather couch or something. <laughs> no, we're not going, hey, do you want to buy some shag like, carpet? This is actually going to change your life. Okay. We're in the movie show Top Ten. Right yeah, I know. I'm just this trying to get over stuff. here. Sponsored by Horrible. Call Climate Services. Yes. Talked to Scott the other day. He took your call? Yeah, he actually took, you know, despite his better judgment, he took the call, and it means that he's making another trip to Eureka. Pretty oh. exciting for him. Talk about pioneer spirit. <laughs> yeah, talk about pioneer spirit. Okay. Which one are we doing? We're going to do the, the real one okay. here. This is the uh, the top ten. Now, you know, I always give the numbers from the last weekend. And Steve has to go, well, I looked it up yesterday and this morning as of 10.04 p.m. on my brand new, you know, clock over here that I'm playing with, with is now in pink. It says this. But, you know, this is. No, I also include the foreign numbers because I think the, the foreign, foreign box numbers are, are cool. impressive. Yeah, the foreign numbers are so cool. So bite me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, Dallin? I think this is a hostile workplace. It's a hostile I think takeover. So it's getting host more hostile by the second. <laughs> yeah. Hello, HR. Steve just said. Oh, and I hand them a list. It looked <laughs> no, like a phone book. No, I remember, take that, I take what that phone back. books look like? I take that back. I've never made that phone call. Okay, number 10 is Lightyear. This movie is not done as well as I thought it would, and it just meagered out, what, about $2 million uh, last week. Actually, less than that. It's been out five weeks. I mean, it's okay, but not great. I thought it would be better. Uh, me too. I, uh, disappointed. International, or are they liking this uh, movie? Yeah, $98 million, So it's at 214 Okay. Last that night, barely, by the way, just made its production budget right. back. Last night, D said, we have got to see Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. I was just going to mention that, and, and after she left, I forgot. But yeah. yes, definitely. Yeah, and in its first week, made a couple of million dollars. Is yeah, it's it? a, almost three now. But. Okay. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion, we're about 360-something or another domestically. What are the international numbers on uh, It's this? at 543. It's doing quite well. So it, it's yeah. at 904, but I don't think it's going to hit the billion dollars. No, I, I don't think it will either, because, you know, when you start whittling down, down is just a little over $5 million domestically during the past week. Yeah. But that's an impressive number. Yeah. Uh, the Black Phone horror movie here. Uh, for a $20 million budget, 74 domestic, 43 foreign. It's at 117. 
Yeah. I would definitely spend $20 million to make $117 million, wouldn't I you? I was surprised. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was surprised after your review. You really liked Paws of Fury, The Legend of Hank, and it made under $7 million. Well, one, either they don't know it's related to Blazing Saddles or they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. Whatever. But I, I've got to see that, especially since there are I hope I haven't oversold that because Blazing Saddles is a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Oh, me too. Me too. Elvis. You know, again, talk about a movie that has blown me away that has not done better. I thought it'd do about a hundred million dollars in its first week, and in its fourth week, it's just uh, still under hundred and ten domestically. Yeah, but they pointed out that it's not a uh, sequel to a movie. It's yeah. not a superhero movie. It's an original movie, and for some reason, we just don't seem to, you know, latch onto those as much as we do these others internationally or f- people. Uh, yeah, it's one hundred and ten domestic, eighty foreign. It's at one ninety. Okay. Top Gun Maverick, this is the movie that is just killing it on every level. And it's uh, number four on the list, and it's made about $13 million additional dollars domestically. We're at 620 roughly, domestically, and international numbers have just put this into the atmosphere. Another 621 foreign, so we're at $1.25 billion. billion. And as we talked about last week, just dollar-wise, not adjusted for inflation or anything. It's the biggest movie Paramount's ever had. Yeah, and it's so close to Titanic, like $6 million. Yeah. And then it, but it does have a leap to go to get to Black Panther, which is the number six movie. So. Where the Crawdads Sing. It had a good opening weekend, not as good as I thought it would be, but just a little under $20 million domestically. Yeah. Uh, no, there's no foreign numbers on that yet. Okay. Uh, Minions, The Rise of Gru. I really like this. I really thought, am I going to be able to handle, you know, just a whole movie about Minions again? But I, I like this movie. You know, I like the feel of the nostalgic 70s. Yeah. I thought the bell bottoms and all the criminal records, that all just kind of yeah. hit me where yeah. I Yeah, I, I really, really like this. And it's making like 273 domestic, 275 foreign. It's at 548. That's amazing. And then Thor. Thor is killing it. You know, Thor, Love and Thunder. I'm I'm coming to grips with Thor that somehow they've decided in the MCU that they are going to make this kind of the sitcom. And okay, fine, and jam-pack it with cameo appearances. and everything. Okay, as long as I know that that's what I'm going to get. When when he first kind of came out all funny and goofy and everything, I went, well, this ain't Thor. But I've come to grips with it. Well, and then to add Hamlet, basically, with the, you yeah. know. Oh, Throwing in poor, you know, uh, why can't I think of his name? Russell Crowe? No. No? Who? Well, oh, Christian oh, Bale. Bale. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're talking about, yeah, this has such a dark element. I mean, the thread through this whole thing is just as dark as you can go Like, in welcome the back, Jane. Oh, she's got cancer. Yeah. Oof. Oh, he lost his daughter. Oh, yeah. let's kill some gods. Yeah, I know. Okay, Thor, Love, and Thunder. It's made about, what, about 235 uh, domestically? What are the international? Actually, these numbers are almost identical to Ragnarok. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they're thinking yeah. it, it'll probably, it's at 512 worldwide right yeah. now. Okay, there you have, ladies and gentlemen, the movie show top 10, the legit movie show top 10. But when we come back from this break, we are going to talk about the, fake top 10? the top 10 Hollywood movies that, well, I, I won't even put it that way, but that are about Utah or shot in Utah. Okay. And there are some amazing movies. Oh, oh, absolutely. Just incredible because Utah, I mean, there's, there's pick a, up Jim Dark's book. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, the uh, when Hollywood came to town and uh, there's a reason, you know, Kanab was called Little Hollywood, you know, especially back in the 30s and 40s. So the movie show. Abby Normal. I'm almost sure that was the name. 
Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long, 54 inch wide gorilla? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Uh, the genius of Mel Brooks and his, you know, Gene, Gene Wilder. Wilder. Oh, my goodness. I'm Martin glad he Feldman. didn't overact that scene. Oh, yeah, exactly. Hey, we're going to talk about some of our favorite Utah movies since it is the Pioneer Day weekend and the 24th of July celebration, Days of 47, whatever moniker you put on it. But Utah is an epicenter for great, great movies. So I put together just a, a little list. Are these I, all black? And white? No, no, no. Jeremiah Johnson. Oh, is of a, course. You know, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I love that when they're down there, double arch and arches, and it says Utah, 1912. I just, I just beam it's with the year of the Titanic with pride. And then Independence Day, the oh. salt flats, you know, dragon, the alien when when everybody's gathering out there, you Welcome know, to Earth. <laughs> crazy Randy Quaid is out there, and yeah. oh my goodness. The Electric Horseman. I love The Electric Horseman. That's and a great All movie. through the parks and everything. And then The World's Fastest Indian. You know, those scenes on the salt flats and the scene in the cemetery, which is actually just outside of Eureka. Sir Anthony Hopkins. Great oh, film. he's wonderful. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah, that was the top of the list. a showpiece for Utah. Forrest Gump. I love oh, yeah. those scenes there in Monument Valley. I think there's actually a marker there yeah. where he stops. Well, and you think of our friend Virginia Pierce. She went there and had her picture taken in that exact She does a lot of those same spot. Yeah, she does. I'd like to see her in the cat or the T bird going. Yeah, oh no. Oh. We don't want to see Virginia in the T bird. Are you well, before it goes you are off, sick and twisted, boy. Well, I don't want her to drive it off. My goodness, it's a son. Great, great car. Okay. The searchers. Wow. Ooh, am I right or am yeah, I right? And good. so many of the John Wayne movies. Oh, it's a thousand Oh, Westerns. you know, Fort Apache. I mean, it just goes on Union and on Pacific. And on. But I love this one, The Sandlot. Oh. The Sandlot, right in Magna. My and, uh, Rose Park movie. and uh, Footloose. Boy, if you want to mm. see what Lehigh used to look like. <laughs> and the, Before they built around the oh, roller mill. Oh, my goodness. And then Brigham Young. You know, yeah. the is big, that 1950? 1940-something. Yeah, 1940-something. And just amazing. And then my quirky ones. The Man from Utah, early John Wayne movie. It's cheesy. It's low budget, but it's fun. Carnival of Souls. Ooh, Ooh weird with the old. That's uh, a cool, creepy movie. The old salt air in the background. And the pinnacle of quirky, weird cult movies for Utah. No, not Plan 10. Plan 10 from outer space. Am I right or am oh, I right? Trent Harris just sent you a Christmas Trent card. Trent Harris. <laughs> He's amazing. He's a crazy guy. Want to add to that list at all here in about 20 seconds? Uh, well, I'm shocked that you didn't include Con Air. Con Air is, is a good one. I mean, you know, Cage with all that hair. What about Ramona, the old silent film? Jim Dark is so big Ooh. on that shot in... Zion Park itself, yeah. which no way in the world could you'd you ever, ever do get that permission. Today. No, never, ever, ever. And there's some other fun ones too. Oh so. yeah. Oh well. Uh, well, the City Slickers. Um, yeah, cities. Oh, and, and then the uh, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Goblin Valley. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Just a little homage to the great airplane movies. 77. Airplane. Yeah, that's right. With the great big or tail. airport 77. Airport. Airport. Yeah, not not airplane. That was up at Alta where they had the the 747 crash. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Chuck Heston in that one. Yeah. You know, Chuck and I, we hang. I know. He's true. actually been on the movie show. Remember that? I Back do. Back in the day? Charlton I'm very Heston. cold, Dan Yeah. I'm, <laughs> the, 
That's the one thing you remember from Chuck, huh? Well, that was it is pretty point. memorable. Yeah. Yeah. It's 12 o'clock noon here at KSL News Radio. Thanks so much for being part of the movie show. And tonight, when you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. Broadway. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.